At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is the look ahead with scott seidenberg VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. We got NBA playoff action. We will update you about what's going on between the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers in the Scott Foster game, which is normally not good for James Harden. But so far, uh, as the third quarter coming to an end here, this one is going to be a nail-biter as it's a two-point game. Sixers having the lead over the Miami Heat earlier. The Dallas Mavericks evened up their series with the Phoenix Suns with a 111-101 victory in Dallas. The old cliche is that a series doesn't begin until a team loses a home game. And that's what you can say now about this series. Because the home team has held serve in each of the first four games. Phoenix took a 2-0 series lead into Dallas. Dallas got the victory in Games 3 and Game 4, and the series now shifts back to Phoenix for Game 5. If you're looking at the updated uh, markets here in order in terms of the odds to win this series and in how many games, right now it is the Phoenix Suns minus 240, the Mavericks plus 200, the Suns to win in six games, which would mean sweeping the next two, Plus 170, the Suns to win in seven games is plus 160. Dallas to win in either six or seven is plus 450. And now keep in mind they are plus 200 to win the series, plus 450 on both them to win in game six and game seven. So, let's see. If you were to bet two units on Dallas to win the series, you would win four units. Or if you split your two units between one unit on winning in game six, one unit on winning in game seven, I guess you would win 450, but technically you'd lose the other, so you'd only win 350. So you're actually down yeah, it would actually be less 
1.5 units. So I guess you're better off doing Dallas to win the series at plus 200, whether they win in six or seven, because you know those odds are going to change as soon as, you know, if they win game five on the road. I'll tell you what, I thought game three was a great spot for the Suns because this is the same situation that they had in the NBA Finals last year. They were up 2-0. They go to Milwaukee, and they drop the next two games. In fact, they dropped the next four games. But this is now, you know, this is gut check time for the, for the Phoenix Suns, a team that through the first two games of this series looked like the most dominant team in this playoffs. More so than the Golden State Warriors. More so than the Miami Heat or, or Boston South. Anybody. It was the Phoenix Suns. But now there's doubt that's going to start to creep in. And taking a look at the lines coming up here. The Suns are a six-point favorite at home in Game 5. That is zero adjustment off of the spreads for games one and two in Phoenix. The spread for game three was Dallas minus one at home, and the spread in this game was Phoenix laying three points. So think about that. There was maybe uh, the idea of a bounce back, Phoenix losing, Game three, bounce back in game four. Kind of that zigzag effect, but it was the Mavericks who won, went outright as dogs, and now are six-point dogs in Phoenix. The same line that we had in games one and two where Phoenix covered uh, both of those games. And yes, I know in game one it was close because – Dallas had a chance at the end, but Dallas made a bunch of three-pointers at the end, and then game two was a 20-point victory. I'm wondering if the value now in this game sits on Phoenix laying the six. Because, and, and my thought process here is that with the, with the idea of a bounce-back performance from the Suns moving the line to Phoenix minus three for game four, then shouldn't that same idea carry the line for game five? Now we have some time. This game is going to be on Tuesday. I'm wondering if this thing moves. And if it does move, it's hard not to like Dallas, but this series, in the first two games, and again, I'm not considering that game one to be close because even though the score indicated that it was close, eh, a little bit deceiving because of how well the the, the Mavericks shot from three-point range at the end. And then look at this game, speaking of three-point shooting. Dallas gets 24 points from Dorian Finney-Smith, who goes 8 of 12 from three-point range. 8 of 12 from three-point range to score 24 points. In game number uh, three, he scored 14 points on four of 11 from three-point range. In game two, he had two points. And in game one, he had 15 points. If he scores 14 points instead of 24 points, well, we got a tie ball game, right? This was a 10-point game. You could look right there at Dorian Finney-Smith's extra 10 points and consider that to be the difference in this game. I think the foul trouble for Chris Paul was a huge factor. 
credit Luka Doncic for a veteran move, drawing the fourth foul or the fifth foul, whichever one it was. Um, and then the final foul at the end, so ticky-tack. He's got his hands up, like trying to avoid the contact. And yeah, I know that he kind of reached in a little bit, made some contact with the arm, but man, I, I thought that that was really ticky-tack to eat, to give that, to make that be the sixth foul to eject him from the game. You know, usually in the NBA, or at least what it's supposed to be, is, is that last foul has got to be egregious. You know, you don't want to foul a guy out for something soft like that. It's got to be, you know, and I'm not asking it to be Dylan Brooks on Gary Payton. I'm just saying, make it clear and obvious. That one was not clear and obvious. That one was like, we didn't see it until we looked at it in slow motion, and then we were like, ah, yeah, he reached his hand in a little bit. That was a little, that was a little off to me. Not as off as Saturday's game was when Marcus Smart should have received an opportunity to hit three free throws at the end of the game. How that foul was called on the floor is beyond me. In that situation, don't, like, if you're an NBA official or just an official in any sport, you, you, you know the situation. You know what's coming, right? And in that spot where the Celtics are down three in the closing seconds, a couple of things you know are coming. You know that the Celtics are going to shoot a three, and you know that the Bucs are going to foul to avoid having the game tied. Like, you know, as they foul them, they know they, 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 can win the, they can win the game. So that's clearly what the Bucs were doing. They got up right as soon as the ball was inbounded to try and foul. And Marcus Smart, it's not, it wasn't a rip through. He was clearly going up to shoot the shot. You, you got to know as an official that this is the play. He's going to shoot a three. And when he catches the ball and moves to the side, plants his feet, that should have been the first indicator that his feet were planted. Because if his feet weren't planted, well, then you could say he's just making a move because he's going to dribble to the left or dribble to the right. But no, his feet were planted and then he pulls up for the shot. And he's fouled. That is a shooting foul. Marcus Smart should have gotten three free throws. But instead, he gets two free throws. So what does he do? Makes the first one, tries to miss the second one. And, uh, you know, it was kind of wild the way that that one ended there. But good news for the Milwaukee Bucks, who have now won at home. They have a two games to one lead. And the play for me coming up on Monday might very well be the Boston Celtics. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's On Air. Coming up next, we'll get the view from Vegas from our very own Dave Tooley here on The Look Ahead on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Satterberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Time now to get the view from Vegas with our very own Dave Tooley, who you follow on Twitter at View from Vegas. And uh, Dave, uh, I, I, I was looking for your ticket, but I didn't see it posted. I know you had something on uh, Rich Strike, right? At uh, 80, <laughs> 85 to 1? <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, I didn't. Uh, actually, it's funny. On uh, I, I taped a show on uh, one of our VEASAN affiliates in Toledo. And I mentioned, you know, that the, the scratch time was 9 a.m. Friday. And I liked, I liked to rock and roll the number 22. And I said, if he scratches into the field, he's got a chance to hit the board. Now, you know, going back and looking at the past performances, I don't know why I didn't like uh, <laughs> Rich Strike at least as well. I wish I would have mentioned him because I would have been scrambling to get a tape of that if uh, I had at least, you know, Kind of made a prediction, even though, again, I uh, still didn't bet him. Was this the highest-paying exacta in Derby history? Uh, oh, good question. Um, it's the second-highest-paying win price. Okay. Um, Donna Rail, back in uh, 1913, don't know if you remember <laughs> that one. Uh, I don't one, remember, One at, no. <laughs> at 91-to-1. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, oh, yeah, interesting question. I'm not even sure if they had exact as uh, back then. But, yeah, the exact was a rich strike and the favorite at the center. I mean, boy, you just had the wheel all over. Well, the that's what, Dave, you know, you know, paid 4,100. You know what kills me is that I've done those bets before. Like I right. have done, I have no, done, no. you picked, I take the favorite to finish in second. And then I do all to finish first. Like I've done that before. And I obviously didn't do it on the Derby. I had no thoughts to do it on the Derby. The only, only thing I had on the Derby was Messier because I'm a Rangers fan. But uh, <laughs> that one did not come over me. And, man, yeah, watching that race uh, definitely was uh, w- was one to remember. Now, uh, I guess we can say it's a safe bet. We're not going to have a triple crown this year unless this horse just completely surprises everyone and, and wins the next two legs. You know, again, that, that's the conventional wisdom. Everyone's saying it's a fluke and all that. But, you know, you never know. I mean, maybe, maybe this horse is just peaking at the right time. Mm. And this is, you know, and this is, you know, and, he's, and maybe he's the best of the class. Again, we'll, we'll see in uh, two weeks for the Preakness. Um, there's not as many people. You Usually when a long shot wins, then everybody comes back and tries to beat them in the Preakness. But there's only a handful that are, uh, that are lining up to come back. But then there's some also some new shooters that, that didn't run in the Derby that are are going to challenge him. So uh, yeah, that will but, can't wait to see uh, if he's if he's for real. Yep, and then you'll get your chance at the Belmont because usually the horses that you know they'll take this race off and then they'll race in the Belmont. Uh, right, and, and actually, and actually, yeah, they were planning. Uh, if he didn't scratch into the field for the Derby on Friday, uh, they were planning to run Rich Strike in the in the Peter Pan at Belmont, which is the prep race for the for the Belmont stakes because, you know, they said he's been getting better the longer and longer he goes. Mm. So, so again, if, if they're right about this horse, uh, yeah, the Preakness might be actually the toughest test of the three. That's a great point. Cause look, he came on strong at the end and maybe the mile and a half does benefit him at Belmont. So that's certainly something to definitely keep an eye on uh, in a couple of weeks here. 
Let's talk uh, NBA playoffs here, Dave. Um, the Mavericks even up their series. And I know the cliche, right? A series doesn't begin until a team uh, loses a home game. Well, I guess this series hasn't even started yet. That's right. Uh, yeah, game five is obviously going to be crucial on Tuesday. And I heard you talking about it uh, in the intro. Uh, it's, yeah, it's interesting. The you know, Suns open five and a half up to six. Um, and there's several books. So, uh, like you said, we'll see if the line keeps going higher. Um, I mean, the Mavericks, again, I, you know, I, I think they've been competitive. You know, they, they didn't play that well in the first two games, but they at least had shots. And I think, so I think uh, you know, I would think this line would be going down. But uh, like you said, the zigzag also, a lot of people are going to be on the Suns to bounce back at home. But, uh, yeah, we'll see if we get the value on the maps. And we could have a similar situation here. The 76ers all over the heat now in the fourth quarter, and that would even up that series at two games apiece with shifting back to Miami for game five. Yeah, and and, and, that, and that's the one that uh, I thought was less likely for uh, the 76ers to bounce back, bounce back uh, even with Embiid. But, uh, yeah, they've... Uh, they show me a little something here, but I'm I'm still not sure if I'll be willing to take them in Game Five. Anything official for you for tomorrow's NBA games? Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm already on the Celtics plus plus the one at the Bucks. Um, again, Bucks are the defending champs, uh, so you know kudos to them for uh, <laughs> for being right in this. But uh, I think the Celtics uh, are still the better team. I still expect them to uh, even up the series here and uh, send it back to Boston. I'm with you. I was just going to blindly bet whoever lost in game three uh, in game four because I think that this series is going to be so close that I think it was going to be 2-2 going back to Boston for game five. So I was just – I sat back and I just watched the uh, game th- game three and I was getting ready to fire on whoever lost in game four. Yeah, with, yeah, with the Bucks winning game one, this has been the epitome of the zigzag um, with yeah, the, the Celtics answering them and then back, back and forth. So, yeah, maybe it'll – and maybe this will be the series that goes all the full seven. What have you noticed in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs? We have uh, all three game, all th- uh, three of the uh, four games, because there's one going on right now, but three of the four games that we had today evened up their series at two games apiece. What's been standing out to you about the Stanley Cup playoffs so far? Yeah, again, we talk about the zigzag in the NBA, and again, that's been a big thing for years and years. Uh, it usually doesn't apply as well in the, uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, yeah, it was ten and six uh, coming into today. Uh, the Hurricanes didn't win um, in the zigzag role, but the uh, the Blues did, and so did the and the Lightning. So uh, yeah, twelve and seven. <laughs> and, and again, that's straight up in, in the hockey postseason. And the totals. I mean, we've seen a, a bunch of overs. Uh, yeah. What, what was the final of that Maple Leafs Lightning game? I, I didn't see seven that to three. Oh, bingo. Okay, so three and zero today. Three and zero today. Ten and one the last three days with the overs going into that Oilers Kings uh, game on Sunday night. So wow. yeah, the the the, the overs. Uh, yeah, I think I think in fact I think it was exactly eight and eight. Yeah, after uh, yeah, my notes here after last Thursday, over unders were eight and eight, and uh, now you know ten and one to the over since. Which is crazy because I I feel like. Can you know just the conventional wisdom? People will be like, "Hey, it's a it's an under situation because the games are tighter, right? The goaltending's right. elite. The deep, you know guys uh, they don't give a lot of space on the ice, and so it would lead you to unders." But man, we're seeing the opposites with with all the overs, especially over the weekend. I mean, the scores five to two, five to two, seven to three, and scoring early. I mean, all three first periods went over in these games, and right now. We're a little less than halfway through the first period, and the Kings have a one nothing lead on the Oilers. So one more goal in that first period will go over too. Right, and then again, you, you kind of expect you know you know a little more overs uh, when the lines are you know five and a half, and you know usually shaded minus one twenty five to the over or something like that. Uh, but you know, majority of these games have been lined at six and a half also. And yeah. again, there's still and 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 most of them aren't just squeaking over. <laughs> Although you have seven goals in the first two games today, but uh, yeah, we, we've had uh, I think it's uh, four or five games in the last three days that have uh, gone ten goals or more. Would you expect uh, the zigzag to come true for the uh, Panthers, who lose to the Capitals in Game Three? They now trail that series two games to right. one, and this was the team that was. 
the best team in the NHL this regular season. Obviously, the President's Trophy winner finishing with the most points. Yeah, and again, we talked about for uh, for years where your President's Trophy is uh, no guarantee of postseason success. Uh, you always you always wonder about if teams put too much into trying to get that and the home ice advantage throughout. But uh, yeah, the Panthers are struggling. I, I would expect that they come back here. But I mean, yeah, I definitely didn't expect them to get blown out six uh, one in the, in game three. When uh, again, you, I also thought they were going to bounce back. Something to keep an eye on, as I've mentioned um, after when we headed to game uh, twos, and maybe to keep an eye on moving forward. Four and zero this postseason when the favorite has lost game one at home, they have responded with game two wins to even up the series at a game apiece. So it happened. It's four and zero in this playoffs right now in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll see what happens when we move to the second round. Uh, so just something there to keep an eye on, Dave. All right. Yep, that's what I like. Thanks, thanks for the tip. Yeah. <laughs> well, we always appreciate the tips you give us, and uh, we'll be looking forward to Thule's takes and uh, appreciate all the work that you do, and we'll be, we'll be following along on Twitter as well, Dave. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, son. Have a great week. There he is, Dave Thule. Follow him on Twitter at View from Vegas. Everything you need to know uh, about what's been going on here um, with uh, just in all sports and the updated uh, numbers and the trends, including uh, USFL action which uh, Dave has been tracking as well. Overs uh, three and one, I guess, this weekend. Uh, unders dip to nine and seven uh, is what his latest tweet says. Uh, coming up next, we'll get the view from the book with our friend Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook joining us next year on The Look Ahead here on VCD Sports Betting Network. Sports Betting Network. This segment of The Look Ahead is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties, and they come in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide. Visit Zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com find. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Zadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. Joining us now from the Rampart Casino, the race and sports book director, Dwayne Colucci. And Dwayne, uh, you know, I, I don't have the ticket on hand, but I definitely have an exacta on uh, Rich Strike, uh, you know, 21-3. So I'll just be waiting for my payout, okay? Yeah, very nice. Let me tell you, Scott, as long as you got that, you got you made a profit because I, I tell you the truth, that horse was very, very difficult to come up with. I mean, I even uh, for you, I brought the raggers and cheats here with me on that horse. And, you know, it, it, it's amazing. Tis the bomb who beat him at Turfway had a way quicker number and eight. This horse had 13s. And when you're looking at Epicenter and Zandon with six and a half, this horse ran in off the chart number, but they finished so slow. I mean, coming down the stretch, it, it was like a crawl after a, a quick pace. So uh, a very weird Kentucky Derby, but we had an off the hook handle. I'll tell you the truth. The rampart was packed and it was getting back to a uh, pre COVID feel. Everybody was loving it. And uh, a huge crowd for the race all over the casino, including the sports book. Naturally, we had a great time. Did you take any bets on rich strike to win? Uh, actually, I paid out, Scott, a uh, trifecta, one of my sharper betters. Oh, my goodness. $4 ticket, yeah, and got the fourteen grand. And with the new tax rules, you really don't even, you know, you report naturally, but there's no withholding or anything because it's uh, the full amount of the ticket times 300 to 1. So his $54 ticket would have had to pay like an excess of sixteen grand, And, uh, you know, under that, yeah, he did fabulous, and we paid out several exactors today. I'll be honest, a lot of the Rampart people got lucky, and our promotion, uh, I tell you, I was hearing it from management at the Rampart, our promotion, we gave out 20 win place and show to the 20 entrants at our seminar, Bob Ike and myself at the Rampart. So that one player got about 2,700 in free slot play because he had 20 win place and show in slot play. Wow. So, 
you know, let me tell you, yeah, <laughs> Scott, it was rough all around, and I got crushed yesterday. I tell you, I had some winners naturally, but, uh, you know, I didn't uh, seal the deal in the Kentucky Derby. My goodness. You got to imagine that people are just picking numbers at that point, not the horse. They just, you know, my favorite number is 21. Yeah. I'm going with 21. but uh, Or just wanted to take a shot on the long shot. But that is, uh, it's definitely, it's crazy. And I'm very curious to see what he does now in the Preakness. Uh, I think he's better off in the Belmont because of the way that he came on late. And the longer track might benefit him more. But uh, I'm curious to see what happens here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who runs. You know, that's what's going to be the most interesting thing. And like we said, this is a shorter distance than the Kentucky Derby. People forget that about the Preakness. And it's a different racetrack. I agree. You have to sit much closer. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I hear Epicenter may run. You're going to have a lot of horses out of the Maryland area that run. Also, Chad Brown has the uh, horse there uh, that ran second to Mo Donegal in the wood. I, I know that horse has been prepping very well. It, it, you know, we'll see how it plays out. It's going to be difficult for this horse to repeat naturally. I mean, the horse was 80-1 to 1 to begin with. Should have been <laughs> larger odds than that, Scott. I mean, give me a break. Credit to Leon. Great ride uh, to all the connections. But I, I can't believe the race fell apart like that when it looked like it was so formful with Epicenter and Zandon coming down the stretch. And then you have this horse just like Mind That Bird and uh, – you know, a foul pony in the Breeders' Cup Classic, one of those uh, closes where the horse pays in excess of $100. Yep. So credit to the training job, and uh, definitely Leon, he gave a great ride. I remember that mind that bird year. Uh, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, that was certainly – Unbelievable. And yep. up the rail. Up yeah. the rail. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk Stanley Cup playoff action. Um, it's certainly been interesting. Here on Sunday, we um, had three games that – evened up the series and even right now as we speak uh looks the kings take a two nothing lead on the oilers we could have all three of these series on this day uh evened up at two games apiece and then we have um a bunch of two ones that could be evened up here tomorrow yeah, it's so interesting. And we love the NHL playoffs for this, uh, you know, factor. Everybody thought Edmonton turned the corner, and now you're seeing the Kings bounce right back. They really match up well against Edmonton. I said this time and time again. You saw Bennington step in. And what's the one constant, Scott? Now 16-0 and following a playoff loss, Andre Vasilevsky and the Tampa Bay Lightning. I mean, this is amazing. It's just an incredible streak that it's hard to go against. You know, even though Toronto is playing fabulous, you have that following a loss streak where wagerers and bettors could definitely get on that trend and hop on it. Uh, Bennington stepped up today and uh, outplayed Flurry and Boston. The crowd was just immense there. That's a physical, physical series. I was surprised in that game. I thought Carolina was going to look to stick the dagger in. I think they did, but they got a little rattled. There was some rough housing there and definitely some uh, weird play. And like you said, coming into uh, tomorrow's games, definitely, you know, the Florida Panthers have their back against the wall. I can't believe I say this after a six, one shellacking Scott, that was a, that was a massive victory. I, I mean, to, to establish against the president trophy winner and not that the president trophy means anything. Most likely you're going to lose going into the Stanley cup. If you win the president's trophy, but Florida did it so impressive this year and to just get crushed like that. That was strange. We were talking off the air against Pitt and the Rangers. I can't bet this series now because Pittsburgh's, it seems their experience is starting to flex a little, but the Rangers are so young and capable. They could easily bounce back. And Chesterkin, I think, will have his head right and play a good game. So it's going to be very difficult. That's why you're seeing 110 at the Rampart and South Point, Scott. And uh, Colorado looks to be the real deal. I said this all along. Don't buck them now. Definitely the top team. Uh, if they don't close it out tomorrow, they're going to do it in the next game. And ooh, Dallas is playing tough now. How good is Jake Ettinger? I, I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. He has stepped up to another level, Scott. Yeah, and uh, I mentioned, I tweeted it out. Early in the game, Dallas is playing physical now, and it seems to rattle, uh, you know, what Calgary brings to the table. So Kachuk and Lucic have to get a little physical back. Don't let Goudreau get beat up so well. Uh, you know, you have the better goaltender, but he's getting outplayed by Ettinger. So uh, that's a tough series. I thought Calgary was an easy winner. Now I'm second-guessing. I might love to take, a, you know, you're looking at a plus, possibly, uh, you know, uh, in the 150 range after 
until all the betting is said and done. Right now, Calgary is minus 160 on the road would at you, the Rampart South Point. Would you <laughs> expect the Panthers to bounce back with a win here? That, that, this is the spot that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Panthers and probably laying the minus a goal and a half on the puck line because this team is just too good, first of all, to lose two straight, but to go down three games to one – and that would put them in a real precarious situation. I think this. I think the Panthers come out with you know with a fire lit underneath them on Monday night. Yeah, they better. I'll tell you, Scott. And you get them <laughs> plus one thirty-five at the Rampart and South Point, laying that goal and a half on the road. So you know Huberdeau has to play better. He took a bad penalty. It seemed like Washington was getting all the calls. They definitely are the better roster and the better team. We've seen that all year, but now Washington is healthy. That's the only problem. But definitely, you know, they were the top team. I've seen them play some excellent games. Although the Knights beat them out here, they didn't look that good that night. They bounced back then the next night, I remember, with a shellacking. And definitely, you know, Ekblad, Duclair, these guys could add to that mix. And they definitely have to get good play out of a Brofsky, I don't think they'll make a goaltender change. I mean, he's the, the million-dollar guy, but he looked a little shaky with an 8.33 save percentage in the last game. Definitely have to step up. You know how that crowd is in Washington. It's going to be off the hook. So uh, I think Florida could bounce back, though. They have that awesome roster, and they know how to play a tight hockey game. But the leadership is there with Washington. How's the NBA playoff handle been? Uh, is there one team that you have a, a big liability on in terms of uh, maybe the futures look? Well, definitely they, there is some liability. Like I said, on Memphis, a little on the Celtics, but nothing crazy. Uh, I mean, these are the teams that we all anticipated. A lot of people were betting Boston down the stretch. So you know that we were going to take handle as they started to win 24 out of 30 games. But now this series is a dogfight. Memphis, a lot of people were riding at higher odds, and they definitely finished up strong in that Western Conference. So, you know, there's some liability there. We protected ourselves well with the Bucks. You know, we didn't have a lot of takers. Sixers were short odds, and they played fabulous tonight, I have to say, beating Miami, who I feel is a, a dominant Eastern Conference team, but not right now. All of a sudden, Philly is uh, you know, pushing them around. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Dallas played fabulous again today. We had NBA games, and uh, you know, a lot of ref bad calls and oh, yeah. physical the fouls, play. The, the I mean, foul calls, very critical. The foul yeah. calls have just been too much. We're, we're, we're focusing too much on the officials. Dwayne, I appreciate the time and the conversation. As always, talk again soon. There Thanks, is. Scott. You're the best. There he is, Dwayne Colucci from the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. This is the look at you on DC. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VSN has to offer from now till the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSN.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash spring. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. We'll get back into the NBA playoffs coming up about 15 minutes or so from now. Uh, and then we'll be joined a little bit later on by uh, Daniel Alvari, our very own host of the Los Angeles CityCast. Uh, presented by Bet Rivers. We'll talk all things NBA playoffs with Danielle. Uh, wanted to get into a little Major League Baseball, recap what we saw here on Sunday, look, look forward a little bit to what's on the schedule for Monday. Uh, White Sox beat the Red Sox 3-2 in the early game, and I mean very early uh, there in Boston. It was like uh, before noon this thing started. Um, early Sunday game, I guess, whatever, TV purposes, whatever. Anyway, there was a pitching swap uh, going into this game. It was supposed to be Michael Waka. He gets placed on the IL, and so Tanner Houck made the start. Dallas Keuchel pitched well, and the White Sox got the 3-2 win. Mets and Phillies played a doubleheader. The Phillies took game one, 3-2. Max Scherzer picks up his first loss of the season, the Phillies got one run in the first inning, one run in the third inning, and another run in the fourth inning. Max Scherzer allowed all three runs. He gave up 10 hits. Uh, Bryce Harper was the one who did the most damage. A solo home run in the bottom of the first inning off of Scherzer, and then a single in the third inning, which scored um, Kyle Schwarber, which gave the uh, Phillies a 2-0 lead. Phillies bullpen tried to, well, not really the bullpen. It was... Um, Kyle Gibson in the sixth inning. Uh, Gibson won a full six innings. He gave up two runs and then uh, nothing for the rest of the game. So the Phillies win game one, three to two. The Mets, though, get their revenge as they win six to one in the second game of the doubleheader. Pete Alonza hit two home runs and Chris Bassett picked up the victory. There was also a doubleheader uh, in Baltimore where the Royals beat the Orioles. <laughs> Say that 10 times fast. Uh, six to four in game one, and then the O's defeated the Royals in game two, four to two. The Yankees and Rangers played a doubleheader in the Bronx. New York winning two to one in game one. Uh, Garrett Cole was fantastic. He struck out 10 batters in six and a third innings, only allowed one run on a solo home run in the seventh inning. So the Yankees have a uh, 1-0 lead going into the top of the seventh inning, and Garrett Cole allows the solo home run to Cole Calhoun, which tied the game at one. He left the game, and then the Yankee bullpen, Jonathan Loisega and Clay Holmes combined for uh, two and two-thirds shutout innings. The Yankees scored a run on a Glaber Torres bottom of the ninth walk-off home run, which uh, Rangers manager Chris Woodward was not happy about. So Woodward says basically that um, it's a little league home run in a little league ballpark 
because we all know Yankees right, uh, right field at Yankee Stadium is very, very short. The short porch is real. And so Torres hits the ball to right field, and, you know, Chris Woodward's like, you know, psh, that is uh, that is not going to, that's a little league, little league home run. Okay. Well, was it? The quote was, that's an easy out in 99% of ballparks. He just happened to hit it in a little league ballpark. Glaber Torres' home run was 106.5 miles per hour off the bat. It went 369 feet and would have been a home run in 26 of the 30 Major League ballparks. So, Chris Woodward, a little sour after that loss, you can say. Uh, game two, they got their revenge, though, as the Rangers win 4-2. to And a hilarious moment in this game after... Um, I believe it was either, either I think it was White that homered, Eli White. He homered to right field, and Michael Kay said the Yankees announcer was like, oh, best, betcha Chris Woodward doesn't mind this one because it did go into the first couple of rows there in right field. So the Rangers get revenge. They win 4-2 to two in game two of the doubleheader. Elsewhere, the uh, Braves beat the Brewers 9-2. to Charlie Morton gets the job done. And how about the Cincinnati Reds? Colin Moran hits a grand slam and a two-run homer against his former team. The Reds beat the Pirates 7-3. to And what did I say on Thursday night show? Our last show of the week, Thursday night into Friday morning. I, I mean, I, we should have rec- recorded this and put this out on social. But my exact words were, be careful betting against the Reds. And I said, watch them take two of three from Pittsburgh this weekend. Now, I didn't know there was going to be a doubleheader on one of the days, but I said, watch them take two of three. And I talked about the fact that this team was going to get healthier in the lineup. This team was going to get healthier pitching. And at worst they were going to win 40 to 50 more games for the rest of the year at worst. And those wins are happening whether you like them or like it or not. Whether you bet against them or not, those wins are coming. There's going to be a stretch where they might win 7 out of 10. Who knows? But I said be careful betting against the Reds because now it's uh, all of gambling Twitter was talking about it. Oh, if you, they're whatever, uh, three and 22, if you bet against them on the run line every time, blah, blah, blah. How many people lost money this weekend betting against the Reds? This was an obvious situation where they were favored in one of the games. And like, not a, not like a small favorite, like a big favorite. It was like minus 160 or something. Pittsburgh was, uh, let's see, in game one of the series, the Reds were, Reds win nine to two. Pittsburgh was actually minus 125. So they were underdogs in both of those games. And uh, they were minus 140 in this game today. So that's the situation there. So kudos to the Reds. Congratulations. And now, interesting spot for them on Monday against the Brewers because Luis Castillo is going to make his season debut. And this is a guy that was arguably their best pitcher. So I'm I'm curious to see how he looks. Uh, last season, you know, had, had a tough year. Tough year last year. Year before that, though, he was very impressive. And so I'm curious to see how Luis Castillo looks here for the Reds in a spot where they're taking on the Brewers and Brandon Woodruff. Milwaukee is minus 180. That's pretty high. Could be, uh, you know, maybe we see Castillo pitch lights out and the Reds have a chance to be competitive in that game. 
the Guardians beat the Blue Jays 4-3. It was the Astros blanking the Tigers 5-0. Twins edged the A's 4-3. Giants a 4-3 win over the Cardinals. Uh, Angels walk off winners against the Nationals 5-4. Diamondbacks blank the Rockies 4-0. Zach Gallen, seven shutout innings for the Diamondbacks. Uh, Padres beat the Marlins 3-2. Mariners, a 2-1 walk-off win against the Rays in 10 innings. This was my play of the day, and it was really because of George Kirby, who made his Major League debut. And this kid is one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball, and they say that he's got, like, pinpoint control. He doesn't walk anybody. He doesn't throw balls. Well, here's what happened. In six innings, He allows just four hits, no runs, no walks, and strikes out seven and gets zero run support. Mariners just couldn't score. Thankfully, the Mariners tied it late and were able to get the walk-off win in the bottom of the 10th for us to cash the play of the day. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll get to the NBA playoffs coming up next. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you thought there was a sports betting offseason, think again. Our VEASAN sports betting experts are working 24-7 to keep you informed on every sport on the schedule. The over pays the same for a baseball game or a football championship, and our team grinds year-round to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve your betting night, to help improve... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.